0: Okay, you're listening to uh, Missha News Under the Radar. Stuart Lee is uh, with us for part two. Right, we, we've done all the. En- so you you start writing the shows. So do you come up with a big idea for? Well, not
1: okay. Um, well, when I write the the look, you were the you were about the first person in the British Isles to do the long-form stand-up show. And so, you know, the question to you of that that one, when you were in the house, it's like, what was that, like, 92 or something? Well, yeah, Ooh.
0: it was that weird thing of, like, I hated the circuit. Yeah. I, st- I still do. Like, I love the circuit, but I'm just not very good at it. Even well, now, I still don't like doing 20-minute sets.
1: Well, it's difficult to do 20s when you're also writing long shows. Yeah, You know, it's a hard thing. But,
0: but, yeah, so what I I, j- I decided to, like, n- like thematic, yeah. so I could go various little places. Yeah. And, yeah, I am. I'm that idiot now that you get really... Like average comics go, oh i am better to do a show with a theme, yeah, when they shouldn 't, because some people can 't do yeah. that well,
1: well I, I, I would imagine from what I remember that like you you start writing things and you you see some sort of theme emerging, yeah, and um but but you know I mean there's difficult things well sometimes when a person's talking to you about something, they give away their own concerns without realizing it, don 't they, and then you think, oh that 's what they 're interested in that's the theme of their argument you know they don't often betray themselves so sometimes you you might have the, have the idea of what it is and then you have to bury it a bit and put sort of stuff over it but i mean i do i do try to have shows that have um a, a sort of dramatic shape to them when i write um proper so shows at the
0: moment you haven't really written it. well the problem is
1: at the moment right i was very lucky that when the bbc didn't want to recommission comedy vehicle after the second series and then sky said they did would do something like it. So I went back to the BBC and I went, oh, Sky want to do a series. Uh, And they went, oh, well, we'll do one then. And I went, oh, right.
0: It's really honest of you to say that, because that's how it is. But that's ridiculous that if Sky hadn't come in, your last series wouldn't have happened.
1: Well, then I went back to Sky and I said, BBC want to do one. They went, well, we'll do two then. So I already thought it's probably better to do one on the BBC, because there's no future in telly. It's capricious. Anything could happen. But if a million people watch it on BBC... That's people that might come and see you live, which yeah. is the only thing you can rely on in life. Whereas Sky was going to get 50,000 tops, you know, not yeah. no one's got it. So I went back to the BBC and said, Sky, you said they'll do two. And then they went, oh, we'll do two then. I thought, oh, right, that's amazing. I don't. Know. It was a, it Didn't I? Didn't try you, to you do you that. You didn't just... fancy
0: doing the lie of saying Sky said they doing it. <laughs> three. You <laughs> could the... have been, <laughs> all, <laughs> it been all right. You could have given me one of them. You could have said, uh, yeah. And, and they've just, insisted. Just so, you know, they, they want Sean Hughes to do one as well. Know, yeah, you could it. have got all oh, your mates in. Anyway, sort of that's what happened. They want Simon
1: Moneray. Yeah. Well, you know, they. So I've got to do that in. December next year so so not
0: a material
1: yeah well so the, is that the, the, why
0: you put in those rubbish sketches yeah
1: at the end to fill it out well actually you know what they're uh, they're, they're you've got to have you can't you can't always bring I, I try to write 29 minute chunks of material yeah. you know but but you there's Some there's always some bit that's you know, you need some breathing space in it. So that, so the next tour, which is called Room with a Stew, will be um, just... Oh, it's, I know, exactly. Yeah. It's not about anything. It's just me working out half-hour chunks. And I come out at the beginning and I say, I'm going to do four or three half-hour blocks tonight and this will end up in a series. So at the moment, as of today, I'm doing a gig tonight where I'm trying to start working out half-hour blocks of stuff. And then by...
0: So you're going to pick subject matters each time? Well, that, it's sort of... You sometimes
1: see what emerges, you know, yeah. you don't always know what it's going to be. Like, the last series, I had six half-hours, two of them took me less time to write than they did to say. They just came like that, yeah. the UKIP one. I was in the. I, dro- I was late for school see, with the well, kids. You know what still makes me laugh is
0: uh, the fact that you always refer to them as UKIPs.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it's a, it's, it's a sort really of... Well, my, me and Richard Herring noticed when we were young that our grandparents, our, particularly our grands, would always call... Politicians and newsreaders have put extraneous S's on the uh, John yeah. Majors and things like that. Sort <laughs> of yeah. how old people say. But uh, the UKIP's one, you know, I, I, I put, put the radio on, the news came on, Paul Nuttall was on, talking a load of rubbish about yeah. um, Bulgarians. It was nonsense. And this was in April last year. It was so obviously not going to happen what he said. I, I got home, downloaded a transcript of what he'd said from a radio website, and then, um, or got one from the program or something, and then it just went bang. Like Has he ever got in touch with you? No. So that one was easy. Then the one, when I, the one about drinking and being married and looking after kids. Once I sort of had the idea of that, that just came straight away. The other four took months and months. One of them, the one about housing and dogs, it was going round and round for like twelve months. I, I must have written.
0: Yeah, Did not you say something like? Anyone who has a dog, you when you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that that because one. I hope you got. that I sent you an email, a picture of just my two dogs. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't day. because I, was it to a phone? Um, I from can't. Up, phone. Yeah, yeah, I can't
1: open them on my yeah. phone. Because
0: you were yeah. like, and I just, oh, I'll probably send you a picture of my two yeah, dogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well,
1: that that one, that I ended up writing. That was half ah, an hour. I had ninety minutes of stuff for that one.
0: Right. That
1: I was. I had a twenty-minute bit about hamsters at one point that oh, never went anywhere. We all
0: got that. Well, you can,
1: I might sell yeah. it on. I'll sell it on to McIntyre. But you know, so some of them were just. I, d- I don't know.
0: But bearing know. in mind that you say, you talk about the other Stuart on stage, so yeah. when you're at home, are you kind of writing for him? Um, well, you know, okay, I, I, I write
1: it for me, but sometimes, to go the extra mile, I need to take on a degree of arrogance and confidence that I don't naturally have anymore. You know, I don't, and I, I have to sort of start to think like this person. You know, and I, and I... I don't feel like that myself anymore. I feel, you know, a bit uh, sort of.
0: But so then, do you? I diff- think you should maybe pull away from that persona.
1: Well, it? I did a bit in the in the last series. You know, I mean, people said, people said it was more accessible. I mean, I, I think on some way that's they've just got used to it. Yeah. But I think it was more, you know, accessible. And, you, and also, if you, if you, you know, you got to, you've got, to, you, I, I've arrived at something that's probably painfully obvious to most people doing comedy. And I've arrived at it by thinking about it rather academically, which is that you know you, you have to be a sort of low-status character as a comedian in some yeah. ways to be uh, and to be uh, allowed to say these things. And um, and yet I'm not a low-status character. I'm a, I'm a middle-class educated man who's on television without a, mi- a garden. Without a garden, yeah, yeah. But you know that's you'll, you'll always the, have that in the grand scheme of things, you know. But it, so you, you have to find ways to make yourself. You know, more of a more. You have to you have to exaggerate the failings. I think to give the the moments of insight, they seem more acceptable then because they've come from an idiot. Do you feel
0: when you started off and then you had the break, like you haven't changed completely, but you're definitely like much more uh, focused on you know that persona.
1: Well, that you know that period again, the period of stopping. Lots of things happened that were that were really that in retrospect you know no, no one wants to undo their own life because you always think you're the product of whatever even people that have had terrible things happen to them sometimes say but it may be the person i am a one-legged man yeah. <laughs> living in a ditch but you know but so it's sort of in that period you know i got involved with richard thomas with jerry spring of the opera which was was written about as if it was the greatest bit of theater ever done and the and the assumption surrounding it is that we were millionaires where of course in fact we came out of it sort of in debt really and yeah
0: because you're about to tour it, and then it was yeah and, it all, and,
1: oh. so, and, and that was very humbling i had an, a couple of long-term relationships that went wrong i i went from being a young man uh, who seemed to be able to get away with living a reckless life and still look um re- reasonable um, to being slightly damaged looking figure and i think that all those things are quite
0: helpful so, yeah, actually but, you but, know so did you go through a period of depression then
1: well um, I, I, looking back on it, probably, yeah, but I didn't But um, didn't really notice it at the time. And I think you come at this and you sort of think, well, it also made me realise that I, I, th- I think I was thinking that stand-up would lead to something or that there was some end point of it. And then when I went back to it, I thought, as long as I don't get into this economics of comedy as a new rock and roll, where every single thing you do puts you further into debt... This is what I can do, and I can do this would forever. You,
0: would you still be doing this now if uh, you didn't have, like, the big success from the, like... Because, obviously, the television has helped you sell well, lots of seats. But, w- like, if you hadn't done the TV thing, would you still be doing comedy? I, I, I yeah, imagine you well, would. I, well, I would,
1: because before I did the telly thing, when, when, I, when I toured in 2004, doing the stand-up comedian show, it was called, you yeah, it was called stand comedian. I did, like, 100-seater rooms that were filling up. Then the next year, with Night is Comedian, I did 150, 200-seater rooms that were filling up. The year after that, the two years after that, I did uh, the 41st Best show, and that that was doing, like, 300. Sorry, sorry about <laughs> yeah, <you on> that. <laughs> I know, yeah, that was doing doing 300, sort of sort of 400. And then I did the telly after that, which obviously yeah, doubled everything. But it was growing incrementally, and I think... you. you, you but do you could, think
0: your shows were getting better each year, then?
1: Um well maybe i don't know but people but people were just of the people that would come half of them would hate it and the ones that really liked it told two friends and it wasn't rocket science and also there was the, the breakthrough for me was when i left avalon who were a big comedy rock and roll management one of the reasons i thought i could leave avalon this sounds hilarious now to young people was because i found out about myspace <laughs> right <laughs> do you remember myspace yeah, it's I- like a proto it was like a facebook
0: but to, to, didn't uh, murder buy that recently, thinking he could get it by? Yeah, back?
1: but, but and then, I th- then I went on MySpace and I, I realised you could f- get all these people and tell them directly what you yeah. were doing and then they would come and see you. I thought, right, so I can, if I could get like 60 people in Leeds through Facebook yeah. and they all pay me £10 and I'm not with a big agency and I've gone there, I've driven myself there in a second-hand mini and stayed in a bed and breakfast and um, I've not got to pay for a big advert. Then this is absolutely totally doable.
0: That was your big breakthrough as in leaving Avalon Yeah, not- leaving Avalon
1: realising that there was my space. You could use my space. But, but having
0: said that then, like like you don't use Twitter, even though I'm not no, I'm not but, saying for a moment that yeah, you, yeah. you couldn't be going, Oh, I'm off, you know Yeah. I'm wearing chords to yeah them. yeah but like you could use twitter to just tell people when you're playing
1: well people tend to do it for you anyway they sort of will post you i'll do a mailing list once a month Look, the problem you know look we all look, we all do what we're comfortable with right yeah. and i i hate the fit I, I, I don't I hate, I hate, hate sure. well i don't like i don't know what to say. i don't i wouldn't want to feel as i don't like having to engage with everyone you know, I find it really difficult. And I think Twitter's like inviting everyone to talk to you, and um, no, absolutely, you know, I totally know that. I, I'm just sort of, saying you could have used that as a marketing. It could do, yeah, but, but actually, now I think it's probably better not to. And, and sort of things that I, things that you do get picked up by Twitter anyway. To the point where one of the Ukip's blokes was uh, posting something saying that I have re- done this thing. Uh, this joke about UKIP and put it all over the Twitter to try and capitalise on anti-UKIP sentiment because I'm a no opa comedian trying to make a name for myself. Of course, A, I'm not on you, Twitter.
0: That's more than 140 characters, yeah, well, so uh, there's no uh, way he you said know, that. Yeah,
1: it's not, but A, I'm not on Twitter, and B, it was... Um, no, he's created a JPEG that says all okay. that. So I like a, a poetry, I'm not on yeah. Twitter, and B, it's a routine I did like a year ago. So mm-hmm. it's a bit... But sort of, so it, it just sort of takes things up for you,
0: doesn't it? You do know? you worry about... Um, come back on like because you've slagged off a lot of comics um well I haven't really I mean
1: I have not really (laughs) who well I don't Mm -hmm. want to well Frankie Boyle Russell Howard well not I haven't really slagged off Frankie Boyle Frankie Boyle said did a routine about it's a brilliant routine no he did a he did a bit about how he did some quote about how um no one over 40 should do comedy even though he's doing it himself now well he he was under 40 at the time yeah yeah and then And then, look, the me me on stage would be livid about that and would go, how dare this bloke, you know, who's doing all these corporate gigs, say that and whatever. So it's kind of at one removed, you know. I don't don't really have an opinion about him. Plus, I think he uses... It's difficult... When he does say things about me, I don't... Are are they him? Are they writers? Like, who is it anyway?
0: It's sort of... This is what I mean, like... When I say... I should rephrase it. You don't slag off comics, but you put them into a context where they'd feel very uncomfortable, you know, just being named.
1: Well... But, but you did, there were lots of things. Okay, I'll tell you where I, might have, where I feel I may have misjudged that. It's only once, right, which was with, um... Uh, when I did a, I did a thing about Russell Howard, because I got, I got a weird weird press release came out where one side of it was about how he was doing all this charity stuff, and then the other side of it was a standard thing that obviously gets appended to it about how many millions he's made out of his tours and... Yeah. Um, so it's just pr the pr company always obviously have a standard thing where page 2 is he has made x million out of this dvd and whatever and page 1 was what the actual press release was which was about he's doing two gigs for charity and this walk or whatever it was and i just started to think that was really funny and 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 then i did this bit about it. and what the problem the, what the problem there right was what happened in between writing that and it being broadcast i think was that even though he can do long tours of um 16,000 seater venues. The critical perception of me had increased my status to a point where it didn't look like a little person scrabbling up at a right. powerful thing. It just looked like sort of. bitchiness. Yeah. You know, and that. But, I, but it
0: was a funny routine as well. Like disappointing. Like you don't like you know, just go. Oh, he's a knob. But like, yeah. it, but even with your like the Jimmy Carr bit, you did th- that was funny. And yeah, was but right. But it was still he'd probably find that a little bit hurtful. I don't
1: but, think he would. I think he's I think he's disconnected from any yeah, stuff about himself. Isn't Stuart, it?
0: surely you more than anyone else. And this this is the weird thing that people don't understand. But the reason comedians are comedians, besides the slightly kind of l- lopsided brain yeah. thing. Is we're quite sensitive people, hence we pick up on things. Like, do you get hurt right. when people say things about you?
1: Well, it depends what it is. But, I mean, there, there, might, there, there might, there's probably a part of it, again, which I think is Frankie Bull picked up on this, that like, if you say those things, right, you're not going to be asked or invited to join in with everything. And, like, it's quite a good way of just getting out of it yeah. and not having any part of it. And I don't, I, look, I love, I love um, stand-up. But I don't I don't want to be included in the panel show world where everyone's having their lines written for them by guys off the open spot circuit on shit money. And I don't want to be compared to that world where people are doing a new stadium tour that's been written for them by people that are in debt to their management company on terrible rates. I don't want anything to do with it, right? It sounds like and a it, rap.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and so it's sort of... Kind of don't want I give to back do that to example. <laughs> no, I, I, got the, I got the lyrics for your new uh, song
1: example. So it's sort of in a way to go, oh, look at this, all rubbish, innit? Yeah. You can kind of just, you just sort of something else then, you can just kind of be out of it, and if, if you're not involved in it, you're not held accountable to its values, you know. So, I mean, it's, it's sort of that, but I don't, I don't think. Um, but
0: don't, don't you think as well, um, like, we, we touched upon it on the last time, on the last uh, podcast, but like, we, we did comedy because we loved comedy. It wasn't to be celebrity or successful. It was yeah, well,
1: we didn't, there wasn't
0: the option then, Yeah, you know. But that's what I mean. You yeah. weren't going, oh, yeah. this is the first stepping stone to, yeah. to whatever. But then, like, and we kind of got rid of the old guard, and what really annoys me is that this news guard are just as bad... As the old guard that came in. But obviously because we live in a PC world, yeah, yeah. they're not saying things that no. are kind of harmful. But they're yeah. the exact same kind of comedy. Yeah. Does that not really depress you? Well, look, it, it would, except that. Um, except that
1: millions of people go and see comedy now. There's loads of ways to sort of direct market to your customer base. That's what Henning would say, isn't it? Henning Ren yeah. would describe it as that. So it's not like it's got anything to do with you. You know, you can still. It's not oh, like yeah. it's preventing you from working. No, I'm, you but can, I'm not
0: putting in the context of me. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, it's, it's, isn't it strange that we open the doors for the cycle to just go completely back to where it was? Well, yeah, but. but I just find it yeah, a bit But quite in a upsetting. way, you know. Uh, you
1: know, a good capitalist would say it's good that there's um, a wide variety of choices now. I think. I think what's still funny is that it's, it's annoying that people sort of talk about stand up as if it's all the same. Yeah. And I, I wish there was some. I wish there was some way that didn't sound too chunky to just differentiate between different p- parts of the of the scene.
0: Well, like like the way they. they... Genre kind of
1: music. Yeah, I mean, no one would go, oh, I like, well, let's go and see some music. And then yeah. if they found, found themselves at Extreme Noise Terror, they wouldn't go, oh, I didn't think it would be like this, <laughs> the music. They'd accept that there's different kinds yeah, of music when they would exactly go, that. I went out, do you know why I went out and see some music last night? It wasn't what I was expecting at all. <laughs> it was <far> told <laughs> I me mean, It was good music as well. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I love films. I went to see a film and it was all like. <laughs> It wasn't a different language. <laughs> like, so it's sort of, you wouldn't, you know, it's understandable. Yeah, so do you like art house films? Do you like cinema? And, like, you sort of, if you're really into comedy, you kind of have an innate understanding of the unspoken idea that, you know, there's great people like Alan Cochran, Paul Sinner, who seem to be able to do um, a bang-on 20 at, the, cir- at yeah, the store. that's a different, But can also do yeah. a really good... Uh, theme show about their dad dying or something (laughs) but there's but there's also like you know you've got the dvd but there's but there's also but then there's people that are neither and um you know and i think i think people are real comedy fans sort of have a understanding of who's who but it would just be you also kind of what what i started to get was after the telly show and i don't take any personal credit for this but i get people coming up to me going you know in parks and stuff middle-aged people or old older people as well or young kids and going oh i didn't know there was stand up like that and you go well That's there's lo- loads of it's like that yeah. you know and then you tell them 30 people that they might like but they didn't know it was like that and you kind of want to go to people there's loads of different ways of doing it but you're only seeing one type all the time really on the um on the telly now and you just sort of uh,
0: but like this is like i i hope uh... Other like-minded souls, like I'm very happy that you've got a TV series, like because I'm glad as well, one. Kindly, of, I'm glad as one of us in there. Doing I think I think I've, yeah,
1: but you know what the problem is? I think that they think, oh, we've got that now. I know, yeah, right. You, you've and, taken um, it
0: from the rest of yeah. The
1: and um oh, well, we've got one of those.
0: So let's stick with. Let's the have, have, all, let's the have
1: all the others because yeah. we've got one of those. And in fact, you know, the, one of the. Executives from Comedy Central, and I have a show on with Comedy Central of uh, all the, you know, n- new acts and stuff. I'll uh, say, and they went, they said, um, oh, one of the executives from Comedy Central was interviewed in The Guardian. He said, This clever, cynical Stuart Lee sort of comedy is all very well, but we do find it's not the kind of thing that young people are sharing online in their millions. Uh, now, first of all, that's wrong, because, like, young people like all sorts of things. Yeah. Secondly, He's used the word cynical. I'm not the cynical person in that sentence. I'm the person saying that, but it's sort of... I do think they think, oh, we've had, we've had one of them, you know, so... You know, but actually, just think of all the amazing people you could get doing things that are not on... Um, you but, know. but
0: the thing is, it's not going to happen, is
1: it? No, and I've clogged it up. But um, it's like that joke that Prince Philip said to... Um, Prince Philip made a joke, didn't he, to Stephen K. Amos. Did he? About how he would Yeah, he met him somewhere and he said he'd have to get rid of he could get rid of Lenny Henry for him and then there'd be room for another black stand up on television. Well weirdly and like, that's kind of Well they should fair. put him in charge of the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, no,
0: yeah, no, there is a That's uh, absolutely an a, of that, a, isn't truth. There. Yeah. But the the thing that annoys me is um, it's with the way the critics uh, like you you've been like uh, they kind of warm towards you over the years. Yeah. Now, now they like you. Yeah. But it's one thing I've noticed from reading them, they're, they're all about success. You know, if the comic is successful, that means they are good. Yeah. And that is not necessarily the point.
1: It's not true of anything.
0: Yeah, It's not, absolutely. It's not
1: true of anything. And, but then and,
0: why are they criticising them when, when they don't seem to understand that basic logic? Yeah. Like, you know, I... One in particular, like, Stephen Armstrong and The Times is always going, he'll be the next stadium uh, yeah. filling. And I'm going... So what? You're saying that like it's a
1: great thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he, said, he, he said an amazing thing, actually. It was the first time I'd heard the, the word used when he um, was on the Perrier panel, uh, Stephen Armstrong. He, uh, he said of Bo Burnham, the American bloke, yeah. he said it was... We give him this prize because he'd come over here and done the Edinburgh Fringe... Instead of saying at home to monetize his considerable internet following, I'd never heard the word monetize used before. I thought it something he'd made up actually, but it was a real verb. The idea that that it was sort of he got some sort of prize for coming and participating in the greatest arts festival in the world instead of saying at home and selling CDRs to people online. It's just kind of,
0: you know, that's like that's one of the big bedbugs of society, really. That like like the, like, I think we all want a level of socialism in the world. Yeah. And like, and this is, like even this week, you know, the, the Sunday Times did their rich list. And I just, I find that really kind of disturbing and kind of puke-inducing that. Yeah. And then, b- besides that, then, of course, the way the media, like, there's so much media perpetuates itself. Then on all the radio things, they're saying, oh, look, Jamie Oliver's gone up to... Yeah. to and I'm just going, should we not be looking at this <laughs> and kind of going. This is wrong. Yeah, the poor list
1: would be a good idea, wouldn't it? The thousand poorest people in the world profiled <laughs> by a Sunday newspaper would be a good idea. But See is, where they've moved around in that, you know. But, but it's yeah. that
0: thing of just... It's all to do with, like, you know, just uh, yeah. money. And- well, also, you, you find yourself getting... You,
1: you get you get sort of... Um, you get caught up in it, which is really odd as well. Because like, when people are sort of slagging me off and... Uh, you know, oh, if he's any good, why isn't he doing the O2 or whatever? Exactly. But actually, exactly I, the then I find myself across. thinking, well, you know, I do, I, I do. When I when I squat over the Leicester Square Theatre for three months, I do the
0: equivalent. I do number. the
1: equivalent of two or three O2s of people, but I, but I do it. I do it in manageable amounts that lead for better shows at ticket prices at half the rate because I know my audience are and they're not people that are going to spend forty five pounds go to the O2. Um, but yeah, but we'll, you
0: say that, but like you charge, what, about 24? Tw- no, I try to keep it under 20. But yeah. then with your merchandise, it's costing them about 60 quid,
1: isn't it? If, well, I've got a lot of product they can buy, <laughs> yeah, that I've knocked out. You know, they spend it They spend it, They spend spend it. on the way out, yeah. and you get it back anyway. But, you know, so you do do that. I can do that amount of people. But what's but the other thing is, weirdly, this is the funny thing about it, is having been with big management and big promoters, if I do the Leicester Square, I don't need to advertise. You don't have to hire in a rig. Because they've got their own PA. Yeah,
0: but so you not know like... how lucky you are because of the TV <laughs> thing. Like, I, I, I could barely sell out a night unless the worth thing. Right. But, and but you th- can do two weeks in Soho. Yeah, but like, but what I'm saying is like, it is that weird thing. It's a hard thing. Because, yeah. And also, like, because of like the people of our age, as I say, you were so lucky to get the second chance. of yeah. The, uh,
1: but deservedly. No, we did get a second chance. I appreciate that. And and, and um,
0: but it's and, just like like yeah. again the way the media is uh, yeah. not necessarily the comedy media is yeah. it's all about the uh, young. And know, that's yeah. the way it's always been. So yeah. you can't complain. Yeah. But it's just, like so. It's quite hard for us. Like there's loads of people, like like Mark Thomas, Mark Steele, yeah. myself, Richard Herring, who are actually all doing pretty good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But completely ignored.
1: Yeah, but but filling up rooms around the place. You know just that's about. Well, though, like,
0: yeah, but I mean that is, it is,
1: it's. Um, I mean, I I don't know about this age thing. I think it changes because, a lot a lot of you know people finding out about musical comedy now, they, they see clips on YouTube, so they don't really know where things are from or how old the people are. And yeah. You know, if you look at these sort of trendy boutique rock festivals like uh, All Tomorrow's Parties or End of the Road or that one in Wales, Green Man or whatever, there'll be people in their 80s on, you know, like old psychedelic blokes. Yeah, it's slightly folkies. different with music, though. Yeah, I know, but it's allowed, but I think it'll be, have to be increasingly... It'll be allowed in comedy
0: because the audience are growing up with us as well. Well, you yeah, know like, see, could you, like, if... Would your stuff work in front of a room of twenty or under?
1: Well, it, um, it might do, but but what tends to happen now, and you might notice this as well, is I get kids, parents, and their grandparents yeah. all come out together, and they can come to me because there will be bad language, but it will be sparingly used, and it, when it comes, it's really like full on. Yeah. It's not like a casual thing. They they sort of they sort of. I don't think
0: people are that worried about bad well, not,
1: there, well, you'd be surprised how many older people come and say we like it because there isn't loads of effing and blinding. Even though I may have just said that I hope that someone's anus is shoved in their face and their head blows off and they're a cunt or something. Well, they kind of that bit comes yeah. in like one little bit. Then so old people like this, um, there's, and I think their families think they can sort of talk to each other about it. Parents probably remembered you from being on Radio One when they were young. You get these. You do get a yeah. spread of people. Um, you
0: know. that's, that's the other thing because you like never really like, like your comedy's kind of polar opposite to mine. In that sense, of mine is all about like I'm, I'm always trying to think of how people's hearts feel. Right. While yours tends to go for their head. I'm like, saying, like you never really talk about yourself emotionally on stage. Would you? Well, I
1: try. And, I try not. I try not to do that. Although I have, I did a bit in the last series in the in the episode six of it. I made a conscious decision to think. I wonder how this would be. That was a bit you stay tried away to...
0: from my stuff.
1: I know when yeah. you tried to help me with the l- last line, you yeah, know, and yeah, it yeah. went backwards and forwards. The final line of the series, was, I couldn't fix it, and I was actually soliciting advice from people. You know, I you, you came up with a very good one, which I ran for about two months with that one. Uh, that's and then my wife said to me, uh, "Put put the original one back in because it's it's sort of
0: well, it did work. It, sort of, yeah. it did
1: work. I mean, yeah. I, but it was." It was such a, it was a very brutal end line, you know. But, but um, yeah, so I, I tried it in that. But I, I sort of, I kind of, I might try putting more of myself in. But but I think.
0: But again, so it wasn't. My point was. So it wasn't a kind of an actual decision. I am never going to talk about my emotions. Well, uh, Tony Law and his wife
1: Storm always make fun of me. By, they try to hug me and things like that whenever they see me because they know it makes me uncomfortable. And they try and do it by stealth, particularly if they're drunk. They try and oh, take right. me by surprise with obvious physical displays of affection, which I <laughs> dislike enormously. So I think, again, it's, rec- it's recognising a part of yourself, right? For example, that routine that... About Russell Howard when I was at complaining about him doing a charity, oh,
0: yeah. what it was about? We're obviously it, feeling very guilty. I mean, about what it was also you about? You keep on bringing it back. Was
1: like that was the closest I would get to an emotional reveal. The idea was that I was extremely jealous and angry that yeah. this person was getting this credit for doing stuff for charity when I do benefits all the time. And why isn't it me? And like that. That. So you do. You do get personal stuff, but it's normally buried as something else. And he's, his sort of political righteousness is about trying to assert himself or. Whatever, so it is in there, but it's never like uh it's never your heart on your sleeve. And some people are really good at that. You're really good at that, you know. Kitson's really good at that. Although there's also a sort of there's a sort of nastiness about it as well, which is interesting. He manages to be sentimental and misanthropic at the same
0: time, well, which is really good. I, I think they're very similar things. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but so but and so, so we can't expect with the uh, with the news show. It's kind of like you know. It's, it's just another progression, or have you thought... I don't know yet, I don't know, you know,
1: I mean, the other thing about personal stuff is it depends on your, right, lo- lots of things in my personal life have been quite difficult and unresolved, there's still lots of people around that are affected by them, you know, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, uh, you know, you don't want to talk about those things, um, and you pretty soon, you know, they start to, you, you know, you'd have to, even the stuff about being married my my the, the wife character is a sort of made up made up yeah it, i mean this overlaps but um
0: so basically because we've run out of time uh but well,
1: well all right then what what will you do next then what do you, you know do you, do you feel like what i mean the, the, what what also doing doing personal stuff doesn't it sort of... I'm suffering. just going to
0: have to wait for one of my family to die. Well, that's what I, I mean. It
1: relies it. on things happening to you, doesn't well, it?
0: No, but, like, the thing is, like, what has come up lately with me, and it's, it's mm. like yourself, it's organic. I don't sit yeah, down yeah. and go, I'm going to do a show yeah, about yeah. this. But it's, it's to do with um, how technology has taken away um, anticipation. Yeah,
1: what a good idea. Um, yeah.
0: But I can't do a whole show about that. But, like, yeah. there's some of the ideas about... I'm pro-technology, but Mm. I just want to let people know what they're missing as well. Yeah. Uh, Like, basically, the media have taken away trust in mankind. You know, because I I made the point that uh, there was paedophiles, there was the exact same amount of paedophiles in the 70s as there is now. Yeah. And uh, we were kind of told, do that, fuck, is a bit yeah. hard. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And that was enough for us. But yeah. now the media have scaremongering children yeah. all the time. And uh, basically, I think there's too much media. Yeah. And, and it annoys me. But listen to you, thank you so much for coming in. So basically, we will never get a personal show out of you until everyone you know is dead. <laughs> yeah, or I am. Or, I am. or I am when I do it for some. And, <laughs> like, I, but I, the fact that I love the, the, the... You wouldn't call your book an autobiography,
1: no, it was, an, it was, I mean, there's no personal information yeah. in that. I mean, there appears to be, but actually I deliberately just. I deliberately gloss through things that are obviously quite significant. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a bit like Morrissey. Have you read the Morrissey? <laughs> no, I must do that. Yeah. There's like, kind of a page about the Smiths and then 600 pages about, yeah. my choice is trying to rip me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They uh, said, you've been listening to Stuart Lee, this is a Dog in the Fields production, uh, Under the Radar, keep tuning and keep going to live comedy. The proper stuff.